Hey, what's going on? Real quick, before the episode starts, I just want to point out that we do a little bit of mid-show uh, editing to the audio. So about two minutes in, Will's volume is going to come a little bit down to meet mine, and hopefully the rest of it, I think it sounds good in the playback, but hopefully on export, it sounds good as well. So I just wanted to point that out. Rare little intro here. Uh, I hope I'm not wearing the same, no, I'm not wearing the same clothes, so yes, this is the day after. Uh, hope you liked the episode, check us out, and thanks for watching. Alright, here we go. The Wannabes, Season 2, Episode 20. My name is JD. What's up? It's your boy Wasabi. How is it? How are you doing today, JD? I'm good. I'm doing really good. I'm a little piped up. I got my second cup of coffee. It's late afternoon, uh, but it's a beautiful day out. Lots to talk about today, man. We have yeah, a we got a big things. episode. A yeah, we got a big episode as we were like just doing our like five minute brief briefing mm -hmm. it's gonna it's gonna be a big episode so i'm kind of excited to just kind of hop into it yeah me too all right so let's start with some stuff you actually didn't tell me about uh what exactly is going on but you've been playing yeah, some yeah. melee and uh let's just do a check-in what's the wasabi corner looking like yeah 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 before we hit up with like all the other announcements and and stuff like that because because it's a doozy of an episode i can't stress that enough honestly but melee uh it's been on my mind obviously mm-hmm um you know as so so this is more of a player but um your boy is finally getting to play in the tmt bracket today in like a few hours in like five hours and what was preventing that uh my skill level <laughs> You're, oh okay but um i don't know i just put a tweet out like yesterday about it and it, it isn't really much like so to get tmt like to make it into the main bracket, you either have to like sometimes you're like kind of like floated in if you have like good results elsewhere, hmm. which I don't since I switched. And then also then you have to do a ladder. And the way it works is if you make it into all-star, right? It goes like rookie, pro, rookie, it, it's like novice, rookie, pro, all-star, right? And if you do that, you're automatically in. Doesn't matter how many tries it takes. Oh. And then after that, you after like whoever makes it all to all-star it's whoever has the best win ratio with eight or more games so you don't have to get to all-star you can just win eight straight and get 100 percent, and you're like definitely qualified in because not a lot of people really go the all-star route because it kind of takes time and it's risky it's a risky thing you could lose and stuff like that right yeah and um so i've been trying to enter it and just like put myself out there just because like i need to practice being in tournament pressure and it's really great it's just like a bunch of best of threes like one after the other after the other and yesterday <clears throat> not only did i make it all-star but i went 12 and 3 on the ladder which i'm really really happy about you know it wasn't my best day like even going into it it was like clearly a b-day type of game but that almost makes it like a little bit more special to the point where i like felt like putting out a tweet because I know like, and I said this, it's like not really that special. And I know that like a lot of players qualify for it, a lot of good players as well. But like, as this like kind of like journey to kind of get myself back to like my old self, especially in bracket, this small victory like really meant a lot. Not just because I kind of grinded to get to all-star 
but I'm like pretty happy with like the record of twelve and three. One of those I lost to like Azel, Azel Sheik. Sure. Yeah, you know, uh, and, and stuff like that. And and you know, it's just been a long journey, so it's kind of finally nice to like play not even anywhere close to like my A game, like a solid B, and still like kind of perform like that under pressure. And I think like I'm just really happy with it. And I think like in you know relearning the box, like something I definitely forgot as a player was like kind of like enjoying kind of those like smaller moments and victories and you know as like kind of we play more and more it's like oh i placed my seed or i did whatever or whatever and it's like man like a year ago like pre-covid i would never care about like making it out of ladder and and now i'm like i definitely like just was like smiling and like super happy with myself and so exhausted afterwards too like uh, mentally a lot of sets. very draining was it yeah. 12 and 3 in games or sets sets damn dude jesus yeah yeah and like some of the players i played like at least yesterday was like daryl you know the samus from norcal mm -hmm. justice the fox from texas like are, are some of the ones i'm like particularly you... happy with but you you beat both of them yeah yeah oh wow that's impressive. yeah yeah no ladder's tough dude ladder is like a wild west of you know it's, it's tough people enter wow okay yeah i mean 12 and 3 is impressive and I wasn't going to ask you to list off everyone. That's 15 sets. Who are your losses, I guess? Uh, Azel, this guy, this fox, bo this box fox player named Mello, and this really solid falcon named Anjo. Okay. And they're, they're pretty really, they're really, really good players. And like, I think it's just, again, like, um, getting back, like, it's, it's, and, and kind of the overarching thing I want to get out is like, one, like, you know, in this podcast, we celebrate the small victories mm -hmm. and, and we've always done it. And, and this particularly meant, means a lot to me, even if it's like clearly just a stepping stone, you know, sure. in the process. But the other thing that kind of like I wanted to get at, um, and, and, and as I say this, it is, it's the thought literally just escaped my tongue. That's Katie. okay. Do you want me to, um, to, to share some thoughts while you gather? Your... Yeah. 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 Share some thoughts, please. Sure. Uh, well, yeah, small victories, definitely a running theme. And I think it's worth repeating every single time because that's kind of the practice of what we're going for because we know to celebrate and to kind of have a, a medium rare kind of temperature with mm -hmm. it where we want to enjoy it. We, it's there. Like this is what life is. This is why we enjoy it so much and why we keep doing it is like those moments. Mm -hmm. And then how that kind of energy or maybe not energy maybe enthusiasm a little bit maybe joy just very general happiness about it starts to dwindle and we're going back to our day-to-day -day and then it becomes a thing that happened three days ago four days ago um and then a thing you hardly remember how it feels mm -hmm. that's like you know kind of where this podcast and just talking about it really helps the process along and so it's it's always meta here it's always mm -hmm. um self-reflection type stuff but yeah just i think a, a big part of absorbing it is talking about it and that's a huge perk that we have that i think is starting to pay dividends i i, I don't want to take credit for your uh recent success i'm going to a little bit but having <laughs> i think you having a an outlet for these kind of very specific and you know uh, consistent yet strong emotions tied to your work and tied to your ego in a sense and tied to like something you value so strongly um having that sort of back and forth outlet and input 
Um, I think it's helping you along. I, th- I think it, it, you know, if we could go back in time and do a side by side of, you know, maybe if you didn't have uh, an outlet like this, um, I, w- I wonder how it would have affected your, your past six to eight months. I think it's a good mm. thing. I, I, th- I think what you're yeah. doing and, and the kind of approaches you're taking um, got you here. And that's literally as we're doing it now. It's just now we have some data. Now it's not just a few months of practicing on the box by yourself, which is hard to gauge. It's impossible to gauge how good you're getting. Um, now it's like end game type stuff. Now it's uh, or late game, not end game, late game type stuff where mm. you're entering tournaments, you're entering brackets, you're, tr- you're trying to qualify for things, you're trying to get ranked in whatever rankings are going to exist, um, you know, and then push towards that first major. Like, we're in the early late game right now. And we're, I don't know, it's cool seeing this data, especially from my bird's eye view, um, completely on, like, that second, third layer of witnessing all this. It's um, it's exciting. And, and every time you bring up a tournament result, I just think, yeah, that's a, that's a really good attitude. So... Yeah. Good shit. Yeah, and I, I love you said like kind of like an outlet because I definitely agree with that. And like part of this podcast and like even switching to the box, I feel like I've learned like on it, like relearning and like kind of being like really bad at the game for a longer period of time. Like, sure. There's so much like the whole process has been really cool, and I'm still learning from it. But like, there's so much more gratitude I have with things now. Like even being able to play with like good players, like. And then this kind of brings me up to the next thought that I, I forgot about earlier. But like, you know, even playing, being able to play like with good players, like there's so much more gratitude in like, this is the process. This is what I need to do to like grow and improve. And I definitely like, even at like peak Wasabi, HNC, you know, days, you know, right? Like, I think like there was like a like, okay, like this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, okay, I just need to like keep pushing in there. But like, there wasn't like a lot of like, I think there was, but I just, like, it wasn't as, like, purposeful or conscious of, like, this time, like, I need to work on, like, X thing or, like, wow, like, you know, someone like, like, I don't know, like, Shabo or, like, Umarth are players I play, like, on a more regular basis now, like, or Homemade Waffles. I'm like, wow, like, these players are playing with me and and I can just, like, kind of, like, trust them that they'll keep on, like, just, like, kind of beating me up until I kind of, like, as I grow and improve and, and stuff like that. And I think, like, you forget that, especially like once you hit like local PR level, you know, and, and then sure. you kind of have like a rep for so that you like kind of expect the games to happen, like to come to you. And I think like there's just so much more gratitude. But the one thing that you mentioned about like putting yourself out there, like and having like now small, a very small sliver of tangible results is, is this again, that idea of putting yourself out there. And that's kind of one the broader thing I wanted to get to because it's just like, dude, it's scary. Like it's yeah. so scary to like, put myself out there again especially knowing that i'm not like and i'm not saying this as like a john because it's like the decision i made as a player but like you know like to switch and there are some times where like it literally snowballs into like a horrible thing where i'm side being onto stage and just like missing ledge dashes or missing inputs the, the bottom drops really out like the bottom drops out real quick mm. hands are shaking and like there's nothing to ground the hands and because you're just kind of floating them over the box sure. and so they're kind of like it's like this um but it's really tough to put yourself out there and and i was thinking about this again because i i um even though i made the melee online discord and kind of have access to all the channels i was like understandably like moved to like expert like the the second highest tier expert versus like masters because like 
I switched to the box. Wait, and, like, were you? Wait, you, hold on. You're not in Masters? No, no. I've been an expert for like a long time. Like since since the swap. No one told me, but it just like happened one day, and I'm like, you know, this makes sense. Like I'm not I'm not mad. And like I'm more of a now like a shadow admin. Like it's funny because I can see the Masters chat and see everything, but sure. like just to honor like the ranking team's decisions and all the work that they do sure. and like like I, i'm not gonna make a big deal about it and so i was like yeah expert is where i belong and it's funny because like just before this podcast i just put the an application to like be like hey can i maybe get masters and on honestly like i even talked with like justin who i know is like one, on the team and he doesn't yeah. have full say of it of course but it's like you might need a little bit more win results and i understand that and and i'm kind of like now facing the feeling of like geez I'm putting myself out there being like, hey, can I get this thing? You know, and knowing full well that it might be a little bit too early or it might be a no. And I think like, and that, and I can hold that feeling without also feeling like I'm a bad player as well. You know, and I think like I'm I'm really talking about putting it out there. It's just bringing up a lot of interesting feelings, especially as I'm about to head into playing into bracket in five hours, right? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and and it's crazy because like i was talking with this pilar over lunch i'm like you know i'm happy i put it out there and like whether i did it or not doesn't make me any less nervous about like the bracket tonight but like that's the point like i need to just like keep putting myself out there keep on getting the practice and like and treating like the tournaments as like just reps like anything else like you know if i cave and bottom out as as you said like that's just part of like kind of the practice that i kind of need to like build and and so yeah. it's it's honestly like as a friend like i'm definitely scared i'm definitely like nervous but i'm like this is what i need to do to be a better player and like i think that's like kind of the end of it and and that feeling of wanting to be a better player like just always beats out the nervousness but i'm still like scared as hell jd yeah well i think that makes it more valuable it makes it painful right like yeah. fa- facing fear is a, a very real sort of pain a temporary pain that almost can be Mm -hmm. like you know is almost counterweighed by how it feels after after to do it you kind of repay yourself in that positivity but man yeah i i totally get it so i i know you're probably gonna do a a mixture of practice and and mental prep and maybe physical prep too can't ignore the can't ignore the mind body and soul there and Mm -hmm. i do think that um yeah, again, you have a good perspective on it because it is a stepping stone, but it's a legit thing. It's it's something to take seriously, and you are. Um, and so, you know, you're never gonna hit the hit it perfect of like striking the right balance of, you know, how how do you have the right amount of stress, for example, and and to bring it to you know something relatable to me and and how I'm the the lens I'm viewing this through. Um, I really like the focus on putting yourself out there because one, we've talked about tournaments being its own thing and i think framing it as a uh like that ego thing that putting yourself out there the the rejection sensitivity type stuff is probably one of the biggest facets of why tournament experience is so important because one it gets less painful over time i mean you and i are both so out of tournament the tournament scene that we have to build that muscle again um, so that's a part of it is that it's going to get easier over time. Um, and two, it's, you know, the idea of outside of just tournaments, but anything, job interviews and sending applications has a very similar feeling to it. 
for me, it's this new podcast I'm releasing where, you know, I have a, I have the footage for like two, two and a half episodes. Mm -hmm. I've edited about an episode or so, and I'm waiting on the logo and I'm like, all right, like once this is out, it's, I'm trying to make it a lifestyle thing. And it's a, it's a thing I'm, I'm scared of too, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think that stress and the other thing that I, I perceive this through is when I uh, was more into doing stand up where, you know, for, for a couple of months here and there, I would do maybe once or twice a month, I would go up and those times were a lot easier because it's not, you know, a huge gap in between. Um, and shit, fucking, I wasn't very good at stand up. I, I was, I got a few laughs here and there, but I never killed, you know? So mm -hmm. at, at that stage and I'm dying to go back up at some point in my life, but you know, it, it feels similar to, you know, going to tournaments and having it mean something again. And, and the first H and C felt that, that much weight. And then consider, you know, think about the first H and C versus the sixth, you know, how, how <laughs> yeah. those felt where, you know, they might be equal in terms of, you know, how happy we were to be there. That never went away. But there was that sense of just kind of, you know, strapping on the power bracelet or whatever metaphorical 80s term I <laughs> you think of when you think of someone, you know, gearing up for a big computer event and uh, and just showing up and, and doing it and then going home and, and doing it next week. Um you're just starting that process up again and you know it it's exercising muscles and exercising parts of your ego that you just straight up haven't really had the opportunity to or it wasn't really time for it i think you did pick a good time to get into tournaments by the way um i don't know if you're uh you know saying oh i should have done this earlier i should have done it right away or because you oh, did not you not did delay really. it yeah i did delay it not really i think it was okay. that it just felt like time. It was like just the right amount of like, I definitely don't want to do it, but I could do it. Sure. And and, and that was kind of where I was like, and then again, like I heard Leffen like on, on, I think like week one of SEL being like, yeah, like you got to practice, like just like being in the pressure cooker. Like that is practice, like at the local level, at the regional level, at the major level. And I was like, and I've just been going in to it. Like this is literally just another form of practice for me. Yeah. It means everything. Like it means a lot to me and there will be like pain and sadness and happiness all in it. But like in the end, it is practicing for another moment down the line. Yeah. And I think that's, what's been kind of pushing me because like before it's just like, and I think I've only was able to understand that like after like the years of like, just like blindly entering every Nebs or HNC there was right. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think like, I think I, before I entered every tournament as a way to possibly prove myself and my skill. And that feeling definitely still comes up to this day. But I'm trying to say a little bit louder in my head, like, this is just practice like everything else. Yeah, man. Well, you know, we, we do have some other topics to get into. I, I really want to make sure we're, we're touching everything here. No, no, that, that was it. That, those were my closing thoughts. So you don't have to to worry about that let's let's head into the next thing where do you want to where do we want to go jd in this list of of topics well i'm happy to keep you on the hot seat here uh because right. the two topics that we have after this next one um involve both of us so this one okay. this one's definitely more will centric but 
I gotta pop off for you, man. That video you released was very good. You teased it on the last Wannabes episode. You just said, oh, I have a thing that's coming out. And and I saw, I think I saw the first draft at that point. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it right now. And I'm glad I didn't because um, the final product was definitely a final product compared to a draft. And it was great. <laughs> and um, why don't you say a little bit about um, the video? You know what? You don't have to brag about yourself. If you miss any spots about bragging, I'll step in. But uh, why don't you fill everyone in on what's going down? Yeah, yeah, I'll just talk about the video first. Like, you know, again, like, it, it's kind of this idea that I had that I've always wanted to do a feel-good, like, melee montage. Like, there's a mo there are moments in, I feel like, every player's career when they're just starting up, like, just, you know, after seeing the dock or after, like, getting invited to a tournament and you're coming back, there's, like, one, two montages that, like, stand out that you rewatch over and over again. You show all of your friends and all of your friends are like, I don't get it. And you're like, fuck you, you know? <laughs> except like, that one me, friend that does. Except that one friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, for me, I remember those moments where like, um, there was a lucky swagging video that like had a lot of good sound bites in it, like opening it up. There was, and, and that featured like a lot of like Lucky's run in Big House 4 and like SSS days. And another one was Ninji, who who like, you know, was a, he did like a lot of like cool editing montages, like similar to like, turned down for Walt's like earlier stuff, right? Sure, and then sure. eventually turned down for Walt's earlier stuff, which, you know, now he's, you know, known by everyone in the community. So shouts to him. But I, I kind of wanted to make something like that. And I kind of did it in like a, I love soccer and there's, and, and Melee gives me that same feeling, that same rush, especially after SCL week three. And, and that's, I went in with the idea of like Melee and soccer combining those two loves for me, that excitement, that energy, and also the angle being like, I want this video to be like etched into someone's brain who's just starting out the game, who like just fell in love with it. And then this video sinks them a level deeper because I think like yeah. our obsession with Melee are just, there are moments where we've sunk deeper into loving the game, yep. right? There are specific moments, whether that's making top 64 at Super Smash Con with you like back in like 2017, 2016, or 2015, I think it was, and then, or like other things, like you know, top 64 for Royal Flush for me. I have or... videos too. I think videos yeah, are a great exactly. example. Like just videos that come to my head. One was the um, remember the the one that was a community montage and it had Sunday Candy by Chance. Mm, yes, that, that was so good. That was one. That was like 2015. I'm like, oh, so good. Yeah, 2016. Or something. One of my favorite ones, and it came later on, was um, someone made the world's coolest thing, featuring uh. Sounds really familiar. Kakor, Kakor and Zoo. And and just the line of like, you know, my coolest thing in the world is Super Smash Bros. Melee. And it was like not about their combos, not about their success, but more about just like why they love the game, the community, and mm -hmm. how it's improved them. Arguably, that's almost like the 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 father of like how this podcast became. At least like internally, subconsciously, that video left like is etched into my brain, cool. as I said. Um, so that was the goal, and I'm just really, really happy of how well received it was, and and even asking some friends. Like I thought, I was proud enough, and I think this this says a lot. I was proud enough to like ask for a retweet here and there for some people because I knew that like the video was good. Yeah, and I am proud. Of, I, I gotta give shout outs to specifically, you know, Ventus, Walt joe young and like phil being like the test subjects mainly mm -hmm. and and, and as well being like the five kind of main 
test subjects that kind of like like saw all the different versions and stuff like that and got their opinion to really make the final cut because like the editing process was like the toughest out of all my videos because like I actually had to like hear them and all I wanted to hear was like this video is sick like yeah it's it's good and they always came back with comments and I was like yeah you know and there's that ego where I was like okay let, let's try it let's do it and it just transformed the video and so it was a learning process for me as, as well where you know I'm so so proud like of of this video honestly and 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 that's i have nothing else to say about that i mean shit that last thing you said outside uh you know regardless of the, of the video the idea of kind of um having again your ego right it was i want them to say yo this video's sick and have it be from someone you respect in that field um but you can't say, tell me this is good. You have to say, what are your thoughts? And that has, so you're opening yourself up to that. But your ego is probably telling you like, hey, man, they're just going to say it's good. Like, this is flawless. They're not, they can't possibly find anything to improve. Um, and this, uh, this is me too, right? Like, I do this yeah, shit all yeah. the time. And, and then they come back. And it's funny because you, you're misled by yourself. And it's a, a folly but it turns into something good, both for your experience and skill, but for the product that you're making. And mm -hmm. it's kind of just like stumbling into a lesson in a, in a, yeah. And it, and it is again, kind of painful. Um, I know exactly the feeling. That's why I stop asking people's opinions on my videos. And, and truth be told, it's probably better to get opinions. It, it's well, it definitely is better to, to spend mm -hmm. more time on a project and, really try to say like what can be improved here and, and to get that feedback but it's just funny that you you mentioned like yeah they're gonna be like yo this video is top notch this is gonna this is a banger and it's like all right well there's some things to improve turns out yeah exactly it was like oh man like they don't know what they're talking about and i was like all right maybe i should just try it you mm -hmm. know and then i was like as i was working on it i was like fuck this is gonna be better and and again, like, I mean, it blew, I mean, where I, I just checked, like, it's at, like, 3.8K now. That's, that's my really my subscribers tripled from the video. And, like, I think in terms of, like, long-term future for video editing, like, I'm always going to be a player first. But, like, this passion project and, like, creative outlet is, like, so fun when I, like, get into the right headspace for it. And, and I, I feel like I can confidently say I made a video that hasn't ever existed in the Melee, like, no. montage space between, ever between and, you and, and me, i'm really proud of that between you and me we've seen a lot of melee videos so i think yeah, there are a lot. <laughs> I, I think uh you know we might have missed about 10 percent um and there might be some you know poorly edited one that uses soccer but in terms of kind of the niche you hit and the quality of it um it was welcome and the reason that video popped off wasn't just um as i said like I don't know if my phrasing was weird when I messaged you. I was so excited when I saw how I well I knew did. what you meant, but, but continue, continue. My, I definitely knew what you meant. Yeah, my, my point was like, dude, okay, yeah, 4K. At the time, it was like two two and a half thousand yeah, yeah. Um, after five days. And I'm like, yo, this is really good, especially because you have no subscribers. <laughs> like... And that's it's a weird it's a weird way to compliment because you have to take it in stride because like if you saw a no, video I that agree. was like four thousand by someone with eighty thousand subscribers you'd be like yo you know so uh, everyone gets it but I think the um, just the fact that it was good and this is not just is not your first good video either it's like you it's an idea that you've been able to take and you 
you you did have a late night with it, didn't you? That first night you did kind of. Oh, dude, I I did like yeah, like three, like I slept at three like yeah. two nights in a row. So, I went full into it. Yeah, I was about to say you didn't you didn't hyper focus on it, but you did. Uh, so maybe maybe the 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 healthiness of your video editing could be cool. improved. But quick tangent is like. I felt like that wasn't like the ADHD hyperfocusness, and I was talking to Pilar about this. It was just the sheer excitement. And yes, did it okay. bring my ADHD tendencies in? Yes, one hundred percent. Like, of course. Sometimes it's a superpower. But, yeah, but it was like I was taking Vivance and like all that, and like honestly, it was just the sheer excitement and passion I had for this video. Gotcha. That yeah. like kept me up at three. <laughs> it's just so it's just so interesting to me. I I can't do late nights. Like I, I just can't. My my idea of being really excited about something is like, well now it's starting at eight a.m. But it's it's mm. getting up in the morning and just cranking it out at dawn. That's mm. literal opposite pendulum there for for what well, I I get it. I get that impulse. And shit, man. Like I I just really am am impressed by your relationship with video editing because. You know, we've talked about this before. I won't, I won't harp, but when it comes to content and, you know, how, you know, being in the melee community, we see people make careers out of it. We see a lot of potential for it. Um, and sometimes there's a, um, I'm trying to find the right words here. I'm trying to speak very specifically on this. Sometimes there's an urge to over dedicate to content which mm. is an urge i personally have had to manage and, and hedge the 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 bushes on my relationship with that and so it's really cool to see somebody and let alone a friend find a pretty cool relationship with content where you know you could I, i'm assuming you could go months without making anything and it no skin off your back. Like if you don't yeah, care, yeah. if you know, if you don't have any ideas you're excited about, like, you know, whatever, you know, <laughs> it's not a big deal. Loki. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. You're you know, 100% right about that. Whether or not that happens, it doesn't matter. It's not like you need to take break. It's not like you need to grind and, and having the relationship stem from the idea itself and from the wanting to make a th cool thing rather than just make anything. Um, I think that's that's a lesson. I think that's that can be taken in anyone's lifestyle where like just make sure you're doing something for the right reasons, I guess is the general way to put it. Mm -hmm. Um and kind of how I would I would wrap up the segment, but final thoughts for you for you. Yeah, yeah, final thoughts. Uh it's funny you mentioned that cuz I was thinking about it too where it, it's like yeah, like I could do this again or like I have other ideas, other sports like sports x melee type ideas and stuff like that and like I think I was talking about this with Joe and, and it's really interesting because it's like like this is really awesome, but it's not really awesome because of like the number of views or the the really the mostly really nice comments and, and side tangent is the comments that are mean are hilarious. They always make me chuckle. Okay. Cause I'm like, that's the point of the video. They're like too much soccer commentary. I'm like, that's the point of the video. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm like, um, you know, but in the end, like, this is just, like, specifically content creation, I think, is, like, specifically, like, just a creative outlet for me. Like, there's no means to an end. And I was talking yeah. about this with Joe, where it's, like, I have a lot of ideas. And ideas are great, but, like, action is, is the important thing. And it's, like, do I feel like I want to do it 
put it out there and stuff like that. And I know that like, as I continue, there will be moments where I like keep on releasing videos, like the footsies guidebook. Like I'm, that's a long-term project that like is slowly going to get released over time for me. Right. But it's not something where I'm like, like it's, it's more for me, I think. And and that's really the cool thing about it is I don't feel like I'm making the video for anything else besides the, like, I don't see this in, in the melee space and I care enough to want to put it out there and I care that it's of good quality in my head and I think that's like all that matters and like why I'm not like even like jumping on the like okay what's my next like great big video type thing you know and it's like in the end I'm I just want to still be nervous about playing in bracket and stuff like that first and foremost and when I get the the groove to to put out a video like every month or like a month a video a month would be like kind of nice for me i think like and i but i don't want to give myself a timeline like that because i feel like that's just like sully's the the passion that goes into the videos that that i make but but it's always something special and i always learn and it's always i always believe that the next video is my best one yet and i think i really love that just for like my own personal like endeavors and like personal passion project being you know, a scientist and not someone who really was big into music or the arts or anything growing up. So like having this be kind of like this, like unsullied creative outlet is, is really special for me. And, and those are my kind of closing thoughts. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I think, um, if we're going to talk about creative outlets here, I think we had a pretty creative commentary duo going mm-hmm. on, hey. uh, on, our, <laughs> on the Saturday, <laughs> sorry, Sunday, um, God, what's yeah. the tournament? Sunday Beatdown? Wait, yeah. Is it? I'm pretty sure it's Sunday Beatdown. Yeah. It, it is. Sunday Beatdown. Yes, it is. I'm always so focused. I, I haven't tweeted about it yet. I just am very focused on the work. So let, let me, let's me let take a step back. Let's remind anyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, Will and I, Wasabi and I, have been pr- um, doing a commentary duo for two times over three weeks, but it's going forward to be a, a consistent thing. And um, will next week, baby. Yeah. So so will had weekend before last uh, with Camor, and they talked about that in the last pod. So check that out if you're interested. And this week it was Mother's Day, so I wasn't able to do top eight. So we did some pools and maybe like one match of top eight winners quarters or something. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, no, we saw winners semis. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, we we did mostly pools. Um and. The long tail of this is another just process thing. I'm just excited to continue to do this, to have this be a weekly thing, to finally feel like commentary isn't a sacrifice. To mm. you know what I mean? Because I'm not sacrificing. It's perfect timing. It dude. really is. Sunday what a way afternoon. To like wake up. Like what a <sighs> way to wake up and just like commentate matches and know that you can't enter that tournament. Yeah, oh, dude. It's like it's so nice. It's so nice. And and you know. Again, the team that we're working with, the TOs, are just so competent. They're so good at what they do. Um, it's just a, a very uh, well, um, well-managed and uh, respected local um, that obviously we haven't, we didn't know much about before we started doing commentary. But then you start and you're like, shit, all these players are really good. You know, all the matches we're seeing are, um, yeah, they're they're in a really good sweet spot. Where, you know, it's not like we're watching 
uh, none versus HBox, obviously, like there's only one, but uh, the quality is, uh, and that's actually a good thing because the quality is at this part where we're learning about it. We're able to learn about matchups through this play. And we also have, you know, opportunities to contribute and to be, you know, maybe there are things that like, if the players were to go back and look, we might be able to point out one or two things, or we can latch on a subject that we are currently going through at our own stage of, of playing the game. And that makes it just better commentary. I think if you could actually sit there and be excited and, and be like, Oh my God, they did that shine on, they did jump cancel shine near the ledge. I've been practicing that. Like this is the benefit or whatever we happen to see. And, and melee is endless. So this is going to keep happening. Um, it's just such a juicy, like, I, I just can't wait to get in there every week. And, and, to have top eight be what we're going to commentate is like, I'm just, I'm just amped. Um, and you know, I, I want to hear your thoughts and then we, we should do a little bit of debrief on how we did because, um, yeah, yeah. the other side of that is as a duo, we are still pretty new. We're, we're going to find yeah. things that we can improve at. So, um, how was commentating first and foremost? I thought it was really good. I think it was interesting doing pools where, you know, like it's sometimes the matches are a little bit more like, I felt like um, it taught me a lot. Like it was a really good learning experience where like the matches were a little bit more one-sided. It was just hard to like explain certain decisions that some players made and stuff like that. Sure. And so really trying to like still keep an even keel narrative throughout and like, but still while being honest and being like, yeah, like th I'm not seeing this. I think um, there's just so much to learn. So I'm really excited that like this top eight moving forward, Sunday beat down on the EU scene can be, our playground to both, you know, give something back to the community and, and learn about players that we've never heard of before and also enjoy their gameplay and, and just kind of improve as commentators. I really liked it, honestly, like kind of going into the, the debrief of it. Like I thought we did overall really, really well. I think like um, there were some aspects where like just the matches just, especially in pools, the matches just like moved like lightning. Sure. And, and, and that was definitely very different from from when I did it with, with Kemor. Shoutouts Kemor, of course, um, for top eight. Um, but but overall, I think it's just like we're still trying to figure out like our identity. And, and it's interesting because as we're doing more commentary, I'm actually like noticing more and more like commentary stuff like while listening to Melee. Like, like even while watching SCL, I'll be like, wow, like how did Slime cover that in that in that amount of time? Or like, wow, like, he just made a joke and and i'm not saying i'm trying to be like slime i mean i think he's like a he's etched himself as like a commentator great in the melee scene yeah, for sure for sure but i think like and i and i made a tweet about it uh replying back to uh cal aiden's tweet about slime's commentary but you know i'm just shocked by like how good the commentators are in scl and like i'm just actually like arguably sometimes listening to that more than the set is sure. going on in the moment because i know that i'm going to want to like analyze s fat versus pluck or s fat versus wizzy you know in detail but when i'm watching i'm just like trying to be like oh like how are they covering this topic or like oh they're not talking about the game but they're talking about like something funny and and just kind of like noticing and picking up on that and and it's really interesting i i, I think commentary is so interesting and it kind of begs the question of like what what is our style like gonna evolve into as we practice more like for fun because i kind of just randomly wanted to learn more about the starcraft scene there's like a four part third you know four part doc 30 minutes each of like 
uh, StarCraft, like this, it's called the Sons of StarCraft that I just finished watching, and it's actually just is Tasteless and Artosis' journey from players and commentators, and it's super, super sick. And, and most that. of it was about commentary, actually, which was great. And I learned a lot from it. I will send that to you. I like Artosis. Um, yeah. And I think, like, it just was like, wow, like, these guys were, like, Melee greats. How did they do it? But also, like, like, oh, we definitely can't do, like, it like that. Like, I think, and, and it's really interesting because, like, what we have, I think, in the more meta sense is, like, we're good friends for one. Mm -hmm. And I think that that makes a big difference. They even say it in the doc. You know, being friends with a person is, is super good. But I think, like, the, like, it's almost like I feel like I was thinking about this. We almost replaced their jokingness in in game with like retrospective self reflection. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so and, and I'm like, I'm totally fine with that. And like, could we add like a little bit more like funny, haha, like type stuff? Like, sure. But like, I feel like that like it needs to happen naturally, and that's only going to happen as we get better with the game, as we get more familiar with the players, also in the community, and and that just comes with time, right? Like, mm -hmm. we just are still trying to learn who who Aberv is, for example, and Sharp and et right. cetera. Um, but yeah, those are kind of like my my overall thoughts. But it's, it's it's an exciting journey to be able to like regularly practice it. Yeah. Oh my god. And uh, speaking on that last point, where you know the the jokiness, right? Where that's been an instinct I have in every social situation. I, I'm that guy. I, I self proclaim. Yeah, you you are more that guy for sure. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've I've I want to be a comedian, right? And it's just part of my blood to make jokes all the time. I think what leads my commentary style to diverge or maybe trim or hedge that side of myself. Um, one, I think when I when we do this more and more with these guys, I'm going to be more comfortable to take risks like that because my joke, yeah. you know, my my it's going to sound so lame talking about the jokes one person makes, but whatever. Yeah. The what I find funny is like you know, kind of tickling sometimes tickling the line of of kind of what people expect there to be said and, and sometimes mm -hmm. it's a little jarring and sometimes it can be tasteless if i overshoot and if i make a bad joke um mm -hmm. that I, I don't have an off-color like comedy style but that yeah, is a risk where if i get into a jokey mood that's the downside is sometimes i can you know put people off and so one of my pet peeves in commentary is um, I think, you know, the commentators should bring dignity to what they're doing. And I think we do that. Like that is oh, yeah. absolutely the note we're hitting is, is we are here. We respect the game, the players, the tournament, the positions we're in. We like, I think we even explicitly say shit like that. No, I mean, I, I specifically, <laughs> I mean, that's again, like our bit was like, I called out like, yeah, I know I'm saying what, like, I think they could be doing, but like understand that that is literally our job as commentators and like our mental stack isn't like ah shit like it's last stock game five right and and truth be told i i really do think that's one of our strengths is um that's our like baseline that's our foundation yeah coming in with that respect so you know i i do agree that uh I don't think we're stiff. I just think we're so earnest. <laughs> like we're just Yes, exactly. I agree with that. Just so like, oh, I'm so happy we're here watching pools in a <laughs> like <laughs> in a yeah. weekly tournament. We are so honored. I know they don't have anyone commentating top 8 and they don't give a shit, but we're just so happy they chose us to fill the gap of nobody. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's just 
I agree with that, but I think that's like the genuine part about it. I also I know, think like I know. I know, and it's funny though. It it's is very kind of funny. funny. It is very funny. I like that. I think it's interesting, especially being like your foil to things hmm. with humor. Yeah, because because truthfully, like I just it's just like I mean we we've talked about this. You can crack a joke when we're like four beers in, and it will still go over my head, and I'll get suddenly very serious. You know. <laughs> And, and and that's just me. And I think, like, very similar to, like, again, like, very similar to video editing, where it's, like, I'm always looking how to improve, but, like, there's just an aspect of myself that I, like, can't remove. And I think, like, that's that's part of it, too. It's and a so charm. Just trying Trust to... me. It's charming. What? Thank you. Thank you. Aw. <laughs> but I think, like, that's the thing where I'm just, like, I'm, like, that's the thing that I don't necessarily, like, I'm just, like, well, I can't, like, I'm not just, like, the, like, oh, like, Again, like Slime said, like, yeah, it's like using two people using the same toilet just right between the legs. And that, I was dying. Oh, I talk about that all the time, man. I ask my girlfriend to do that all the time. One day. One day, one day. That's so funny he said that. I can't believe, I can't believe he used that because I, that, that's a mental image I've had in my head for years, but go on. Anyway, but it's just interesting because like, again, we have to carve out like our own, like vibe and and back and forth and i think that's really interesting because like through this podcast and partially why our like commentary has been good off off the get-go is like is like we both know us like uh, this podcast pretty much has like explored who we are as people on on a lot of different levels Mm -hmm. right and and so there there's no questioning what who we are really but it's more of like how, how do we make it work and like refine it in a more commentary style right and i think that's just really really what it is and kind of my final my final thoughts on it and that just comes with time and it's exciting to kind of like start that yeah well i'll give some final thoughts too because we have two more pretty pretty juicy yeah. topics this is a great episode man yeah and, and and talk about topics yeah we should get going i got i got therapy in 30 minutes okay yeah no we'll be done in 30 minutes trust me right, six, 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 so um final thoughts on commentary i think of it the metaphor that came to my head is like we've we, you and I have stepped into a dig site, an archaeological dig site, and there are three kind of stones that are jutting out of the ground, right? And we have – we kind of have a choice. Like which stone are we going to work on because that – we do have a little bit of choice, but we don't have uh, – of who we want to be, uh, I'm trying to say. Like what we're going to turn into, what a refined product is going to look like. We, we can kind of pick a direction. We could say, I want to focus on these sort of things. Um, I want to be this kind of person and, and work towards that and have that be our week over week focus. But, you know, the basic of the basics of it are like, this is our dig site. This is who we are. We don't have a choice in who we are at this point. We're, we're, we're 25, 26 years we're, old. We're long gone. Yeah. Yeah. And so unless we want to spend, you know, a few years finding a completely different dig site, this is what we're stuck with. We got like five options max. Yeah. So we just got to pick a thing and just start plugging away and delicately like extract this this stone, this fossil, whatever you want to call it. And over time, as we refine it and we, we use our tools and we brush it up, it's going to turn into something that we can be really proud of. And um, it's going to be, you know, what – it's just like any long-term goal. It's going to be an output of our – short-term goals of of what we work on so let's just two let's say a one sentence i want to ask you holy shit i was literally gonna say the same thing there you go like what the fuck what's one thing you want to work on 
Yeah. Shit, JD, this is exactly what I was going to ask you. Well, too God, bad. Damn. Well, you have to answer uh, first for next okay. week. Okay. Yeah. One thing as a duo or one thing as a. I think as a duo would be interesting. Sure. Well, whatever. I, um. Yeah. It's a mix. It's a mix. It's a mix. Okay. Yeah. I have my answer regardless. Okay. Go for it. I, I think. So for me, the one thing I think we should and I want to work on is like being able to make the sound bites. Like at the critical moments, despite us being in the middle of a sentence, despite us being in the middle of a different topic, I want us to be able to switch and bring that energy when the game tells us to on screen. Wow. Okay. That's going to be tough online. We're, we'll have to, I have, I have thoughts on that. We'll talk after. Um, so for me, I want to focus on <laughs> something very different, but being able to talk to TOs and do back background stuff while still listening to what you're doing. Because mm, there yeah. were a, f- a few points where I don't think it was any your eyes fault because we had to take care of something. Either like audio was screwed up or, you know, we had to mm-hmm. communicate that it was our last set. You know, there's just th- that that's going to happen. And I would like get the message out and I would come back and you'd be finishing a thought. And the only thing I would have to contribute is like, mm-hmm hmm yeah 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 you're right man i agree and then like into the set and i had no idea what the fuck you just said <laughs> so that's um, a good one that's a good one i think those two things like i i do like the idea of sound bot uh sound bots sound bites because yeah that's you know that's really important those those are what gets like taken out of sets sometimes and um adds a lot of value to the scene so cool yep all right all right speaking of adding value Yes, yeah, speaking of adding value, this has been a big announcement alert, long time coming. Go for it. It's all you. Yeah. So JD and I have been talking, and we want to do a lot more with this podcast. We want to provide more value to to all the listeners and viewers. And we were trying to think of how we can reasonably do it along with just like balancing our adult life, like just our adulting life, right? Especially because I'm going to be starting work in two weeks. And you know, what we kind of came up with is that, you know, to improve the podcast, to get the, you know, like even like an extra editor for audio stuff to produce more short form content, it's time to launch the wannabes Patreon. Yep. And, and, and this is literally everything is going to be done to improve on this podcast, to build on it, to build more different forms of content. And, and while we are, you know, you know, we won't get into too specifics about like the tiers and stuff like that, but like it's to provide more value for ever, for, for for the listeners, right? And and we've been building this community, and and I think it's it's about time where I think you know JD and I we had a tough talk where it was like, yeah, to be able to push it, we just really just need to kind of like build the team up a little bit more, get an extra editor, so that the ideas that we you know shout about and get hype about on like every other episode can actually like come to fruition. And, and be tangible videos in, in, in the melee content space. And, and, and again, like if the goal isn't much, it's literally just to like help with like a extra video or two, like once a month really. And, and I think like it, it's thanks to all the listeners and the community on our discord and stuff like that, just kind of showing that like we are growing and, 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 and we want to be able to provide more for everyone. And, and that's why I'm excited to kind of like announce it. Right. And it, it was a long time coming. I mean, before we thought we were ready and then we launched the Discord and that was exactly what we needed at the time. Yeah. Oh, man. It's time. Yeah. It's really exciting. And, the you know, the, the few call outs I want to 
you know, off the bat talk about is we are setting this up to be able to um, kind of work like a camel where if it's dry season and, you know, we launch and, you know, not a lot of people are in the position to, to contribute or they, they're waiting to see what happens or they just don't care, right? Whatever it may be, <laughs> let's say we don't have a lot of people, maybe it's like two bucks a month even. Um, we're setting it up to be like, okay, great, $2 a month. You know what that means? In four months, we'll be able to, you know, hire an editor or it'd more, be more like eight months at that point. But yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like we just want to, you know, make more stuff because we have a lot of raw material that we've been kind of cranking out for a while. And that generates ideas that we've had over time. And um, I think a credit to ourselves is that we've been able to understand what our capacity is because, you know, I've, I've definitely gone back and forth with like, I'm going to go so hard on the wannabes now. Like I, I, you know, I got this time, I want to work on it. And, you know, same thing with how sometimes I feel with melee. It's just, that's not how my brain works. Like I do love what we do. I just, I can't put 10 hours, 15 hours a week at it. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's just not what I got. And, you know, if, if we're able to kind of, um, crowdsource, that um it's really crowdsourcing energy you put a little like two bucks in one dollar in whatever you feel comfortable we'll have incentives for sure and fun tiers too yeah and, and new stuff we'll, we'll bring in new stuff to the table yep. for sure yep like the like one very small minor thing like if you pay a buck i'm gonna start using it as a blog right that's like one of 10 15 things that we have planned but it's just you know access and and Man, I'm really putting on my salesman hat here. I'm just pumped, right? Yeah. If if I can if I can jump in a please, little bit, I think do. I think like also like you you brought up an interesting point is like you know we we kind of are aware of our like capacity and like I think like I have to say like I have to give us like a pat on the back like for like continuing to like put out stuff moving into the YouTube realm consistently and like even doing stuff like I want to do more of like the one v one interview highlights like we did yeah. for here miss you mm-hmm. and 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 just truthfully like you know understanding that like we both don't have like the bandwidth to like do that on top of our like weekly stuff and like if we put more time into the wannabes that takes away from like us as people and and as a result also would then take out about like a lot of the topics that we talk about on a weekly basis how ironic right right, right, right. and and I think part of being an adult is like just like understanding that like you can't do everything on your own and and yeah and and understanding like where where the line is and i just have to say like i think like we've had backs and forths about it like privately jd right like where it's like you want to go fully in and i'm like i don't know man like i got a lot of life stuff i'm moving cross country i'm trying to learn this controller and like without compromising like ourselves and our own goals like it just feels like we are definitely like at like at a very stable but max capacity for what we can do with this channel without like a little extra fuel as you you put it sure and i think that's really why why we're announcing it and then talking about it again like it's obviously getting very very meta (laughs) as as always and it is something really exciting that that we are really excited about um and and we'll give in more detail as like when the page launches and stuff like that but yeah, I mean, it, it just felt time to kind of, like, put it out there. And, and I'm really excited to see, like, what new content we can bring. And I think that's the really interesting part about it is, like, this is to put out new stuff. This isn't to, like, 
sustain what we're doing now. Like, even if the Patreon's a flop, we're going to be doing th these regular weekly podcasts and running the Discord, just like we always do. Yeah. Because it's, it's good for the soul. Yeah. And so at, I like the way you put it. It's just if we were to put more in, we'd be taking some out. It would be a, a kind of a net neutral exchange in, in terms of just quality of the podcast because what we'd just be we'd be editing stuff and then we'd come in and we talk about editing stuff it would get more meta how is that even possible uh yeah like, besides i know everyone here just wants to see jd wasabi top 100 that is the ultimate that is why we started it we have to finish it jd and and i can't be editing as much as walt does and and become top 100 personally yeah personally and I, that I, I can only four hours into the game once i start work i can't be top 100 if i don't have a, a creative side project and am taking care of myself that just that's yeah. not that's my style and it's going to be in two years don't worry but <laughs> uh I've, I've adapted our goal my goal by the way i'm i'm totally convinced you're going to hit top 100 a year before me but i'm happy if i can uh, meet or exceed your position when I make it the year after. So I'm looking for you. I hope you get like 93rd and I'll be like, all right, dog, top, top 90. And I could just like, I could rub it in. That's good. That's good. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. I think that's perfect. I love it. Yeah. yeah I yeah. love it. But, I love a little competition, but then I'm going to chalk it up to a, an absolute win. I'm going to be like, who cares what year it was, bro. You know what I mean? That's so funny. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, the year I did it was way harder and I still got a better number yeah that's funny on top of um i still have my running bet with edwin button for melee stats yep so so whenever irl comes in that's when the clock starts sticking again for me we got some stakes but i hear the alarm let's let's pop into these questions we hit the patreon yes that that is perfect it's not we, launching let's into it making that clear it's not launching um you know maybe this month it might launch but i think we're looking for june early june yeah so yeah what about wasabi birthday launch you know my birthday is june 13th you know Oh man, that's a Sunday. That's that might be optimal. We'll talk. All right, all right. Question time, though. We got we got a few fire questions. Let's do it. Uh, let me read it off. There, there. There's as always two quick fires. One, one hard hitting one. Ready? Go. So we'll start with the quick fires. When was the longest and shortest you've had your hair? So for me, longest about three months ago. It was about like to my shoulders, and I didn't like it because apparently when my hair grows, it curls in. And that's really annoying. I thought it was going to be straight. Hmm. Uh, shortest was when I was a kid, where every Asian gets a buzz cut. I feel like Asian men go through the same evolution, like Pokemon. They start off with a buzz cut, then they go, then they eventually discover gel, and they go spiky. <laughs> then they get tired of that in high school, and they go faux hawk for a very brief moment. Then they discover pomade, and they go parted to the side. That's it. That's 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 my stereotype Asian hair joke that I always make. Well, I like it a lot. It was refined. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> you definitely worked. You definitely workshopped that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, personal experience. Freshman wasabi had a faux hawk, so you know. We got to get these jokes in the repertoire, man. We got to make our commentary funnier. Yeah. Keep um, it snappy. Let me talk. Let's hear about your hair, Jaden. Yeah. So real quick, when uh, longest I had to do it for a play I was in. Um, I was playing a teenage boy, so they had me. Uh, I was like playing a seventeen-year-old grew a hair out god it was it was going down to, like this is where it is now it was like here mm -hmm. it, it was Damn. it was rough i have some pictures for sure uh and i had to grow it out that was the rule and and it wasn't growing out specifically for it they just needed to cut it in a very specific way like a day before we opened so what are you gonna do i looked like shit 
Um, so that was that. And then shortest, I would say, again, a buzz cut, right? But Oh, I remember that. I remember buzz cut, JD. Yeah, that uh, I had... I don't remember the last time before this most recent time, which was last December for my grandfather's wake. I buzzed it because he would always like to, he would always buzz cut my hair and then pay me 20 bucks. And (laughs) it became this very strange ritual where I was like, you know what? No one gets buzz cuts anymore. I'm just going to, you know, I don't look great. It grows in like shit, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Like, but he's paying me $20 and I'm, you know, 12. So I, I ended up oh, taking taking that blood money for a while. Um, <laughs> so, you know, in, in his honor, I got a buzz cut. And I remember coming out of the um, salon, salon, the parlor, and Ashley picked me up. And when she saw me, her eyes were like, oh, That's like she funny. was aghast at my fucking haircut. Um, yeah, shortest, longest. What's next? What nice. do you got? Next one. Have we ever had natural peanut butter? You know, like the one where the oil separates from the peanuts. Yeah. No. It's good. Dude, no, that... I've had. It's just not good. What? I love that shit, dude. That's it's been a that's while. The good stuff. That's. I mean, that's, that's the good stuff. It was when I was anyway. eating a lot of peanut butter, and so I needed some peanut butter, but there was no sugar in it. I'm like, this sucks. What? No, that's the best. You want just all the nuttiness. Whatever. But I'm anyway. An adult now. Anyway, yeah, yeah. You just go to Whole Foods in a year. Okay. There's the there's the JD delay on a on a will wreck. Oh. It takes at least six months. Yeah, I need six recommendations. That was my first. First one. Fair, fair. All right, hard hitting question. We got we got a hot twelve minutes to do this. Cool. Solo melee practice was recently described to me as a meditative action. Almost like a comfort food that allows one to reset a little bit. Does this resonate with either of you? And again, shout outs to Cypher for all these fire questions. Gotta always do our plug on the bottom of Smash Mountain podcast. Oh yeah, BSM but, Pod. Thank you for yeah. your questions and your feedback. As always, Cipher, you're the man. Absolute legend. Yeah. But we we got we got 11 minutes now. <laughs> uh, let's say okay. Why, why don't you hit it first? Because I feel like I probably would have more to say. I mean, first off, I super disagree with the comfort food analogy. Uh, I I don't know if that's accurate at all i would say it's more like eating almonds or uh, a a nice little like vegetable platter um because a melee practice to me is something it's right up there on my board with other things i want to do every day it's something that i'm proud to do it's something that i am you know at the end of the day if i had a good melee session i'm like good i had a good melee session Mm -hmm. You know, comfort food is like, uh, I kind of splurged. I had mac and cheese, whatever. So that's just, I I need to call that out, right? Um, Meditative act, you know, it should be. I think good melee practice is. um, It's just tough to always have it be that quality because it's a video game. There's shiny stuff. Um, There's distractions. There's ways to practice the game that are less optimal than what you need right now, but it might be something you're good at. And like multi shining is the most classic example. That's not, that's not very meditative. I don't think it's repetitive and you can get lost in it. Like doing the dishes. Sure. But a mindful melee practice is to get better at melee. It's not to do the thing you like to do or something outside of what your goals are. And so like, if, if you're outside of that, you're not being totally mindful and, if you're not being mindful, you can't really say it's meditative. So I know that's I really picked that apart because it's such an it's such a great question. Like I'm that's how I, I think of it. But Will, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, it's it's interesting because because I'm kind of in the opposite when I when I break this question apart. Um 
for personal experience, melee solo practice is super crucial and meditative for me. I think like it, it like as you said, it, it especially lines up with like my goals also. Mm-hmm. And so so there is like that fulfilling nature of it. But there was a time where like partially right after I moved to Massachusetts, um, all of a sudden, you know, to stay with stay with Pilar and then order the box, that kind of one month period between that where I like didn't really feel like playing on my controller because I knew I was gonna be playing the box in like a month or so. Like I got really stir crazy, hmm. like with not practicing melee, like melee solo practice, like even just solo practicing, right? Because I didn't have net play in Massachusetts, was so grounding for me. It it actually was to the point where like my therapist was just like, bro, you should just probably play melee, hmm. you know, like you should just do something because like playing Hades, grinding Hades, playing other video games, other fighting games, even you know, just didn't, like, kind of hit the right chords for me, like, in terms of, like, just making me feel better and and more specifically grounded in a time and space where, honestly, my life was just very upsy-turvy, right? Being unemployed and, like, deciding, like, last minute to just stay in Massachusetts and not going back home. That sounds like comfort food, winter. by the way. Yeah, exactly. And and so for me, it I really resonate with that question, because it is such comfort food for me where i actually just need to like put in like at least like like i would say arguably like 30 45 minutes where i'll like throw in some youtube videos that i want to watch on my screen you know maybe a podcast or two or and then just like go through the reps of everything i want to practice to get better at the game and and it's just like is just kind of like this quiet morning where i actually just start my day like that like that is literally how i start my day like even now even while i was working i would like maybe answer a few emails do a few things like you know i i filed some insurance claims like in the beginning of today and i immediately went in solo practice like before i eat before anything i kind of just do that and and I, there's no other way to put it for me except that it, it just grounds me and that's just kind of the thing that kind of like everything can be going wrong in the world and it just like is the thing that kind of keeps me like even heal and like just helps me like just like be in my own head and quiet my mind and just like focus everything on like this is the game that i love and i get to like practice it yeah dude i feel the same way recently um doubles with pig on you know yeah unranked doubles is different um but yeah even uncle punch i'm i'm still throwing in you know at times when i have it and um i think I think a lot of what I do agree with. I hope I didn't. I didn't um, harp too much on what it no. what bad practice is because yeah, that was course. kind of a focus of my answer. Is sometimes it's not meditative at all. Just because you are showing up and doing solo practice doesn't mean it's necessarily mindful. That's that's kind of my my uh, quick aside. But um, yeah, what, nowadays you know it feels very similar to um, a lot of other things that I just want to get good at. It's just something I've done for seven years. You know what I mean? It's, it's Mm -hmm. like, I feel very similar to when I look at my like little dumbbells and I just do like three sets of 10 or whatever of somewhat light, you know, arm exercises. And afterwards I'm like, okay, cool. You know? And then, uh, you know, I'm, I'm learning the piano again. I'm, I'm getting pretty consistent at getting my daily practice on the piano. I put on a timer, 15 minutes, 15 minutes is over. I'm like, cool, pretty good. You know? And, and so I think if you can 
um, relate to, let's say you're a newer player. I know, I know Cypher is dying to get good internet to become like the net play fiend he's born to yeah, be. Yeah. Uh, but until that point, maybe solo practice is only the only thing available. Um, I would say that your relationship to it is very much going to be a meditative one. It could even have a similar um, kind of one-to-one relations with literal meditation. Just close your eyes, breathing type meditative exercises because um, keeping your focus on something and, and working out different things and all that stuff. Melee is a great um, outlet. A gr- outlet's not the right word. A great... Uh, um. I think it's what you're trying to say is like a great like reminder to like be in the present. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that's kind of what I see it as because it's like to me solo practice, especially because it's something I've always done since the get go. Especially because like I mean we're from upstate New York, right? So it's it's a lot of solo practicing, especially with Fox, and and that's the fun thing is Fox is really fun to solo practice. Indeed. But like. To me, it's it's it gives me the same feeling where I used to row on like the river, right? It'd be tough, it'd be you know, but all my focus had to be on rowing. Mm-hmm. Or when I did cross country, all my focus had to be in running, right? And there could be like I could be blasting music, I could do whatever. It could be tough, I could be sweating, breathing heavy, hating that I'm running, you know, and stuff like that. But like, it's like it just brings me into the present moment. Like, you know, there could be stuff that I have to worry about afterwards, a job interview or an exam or whatever. But in that moment, for that 45 minutes to an hour for me, the only thing on my head is is what I'm doing with this controller and in the game. And I think that's what, like, why it's so meditative for, for me personally, at least. Yeah, I would go as far as to say that if you took out all the middle stuff if solo practice is here and tournament play is over here and you took out mm-hmm. like unranked and even friendly sessions and it's just solo practice and tournament, I think you could become a top hundred player. I, it's kind mm-hmm. of, it's yeah. kind of a, a, an interesting take there because it'll slow you down a lot. <laughs> but, um, interesting take, yeah. I, I think, you know, solo practice with the mindfulness of tournament play, I know we're wrapping up here. Um, so I'll give you the final words here. Cause I, I do think this is a, a, a will ball, ballpark question. Um, it is, it, uh, I but, agree with that, but yeah, that's, um, that's my final thoughts is like, it's very important. We talk about how important tournament is. I think it's uh, on the same level as, as tournament practice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. It's just like, it's just like part of like my being at, at this point that I like have to do it and want to do it. I mean, it literally like. I didn't have net like I, and I'm just only saying this from personal experience. Like I literally only had solo practice when like from fall and winter of 2020, and like that still like felt like enough melee for me, and that was so crazy. Granted, I was like learning the new controller, and so that was an the exciting part about it, but like that was enough for me, and I think that says a lot. I mean, outside of that, I think it's just like. It's just like anything else, you know, some people it's like gardening or running, rowing, as I said, like there's just working out is, is a great one that everyone talks about or cooking. Like, I think it's just like people have those certain things. And sometimes like for me, it's, it's solo practicing. Yeah. Well, there wouldn't be melee if we didn't, uh, or it wouldn't be the wannabes if we didn't relate melee to other things in life. Cause we try to be like, no, melee's normal. Uh, 
even though we're absolute fiends and it's not normal at no, all. I've, I've given up. We're just melee fanatics. There's 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 just nothing like it. Nothing like it, least. man. But I don't think there's anything like this episode because we we just like we, high octane. Like, yeah. We just kept our foot on the gas the whole time. We and we made all the turns too. Like we drifted, and we 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 didn't hit a wall, man. That was uh, that was good shit. And we it was I t- I said it was a big episode. We had a lot to talk about. So and you gotta go right on the money, uh, dude. We did it. Congrats we to us. It, yeah. Twenty episodes into season two. Pretty cool. Into season two. Yeah, yeah. We're like little teaser down the line, JD. We're gonna need to talk live on the air. What qualifies as a new season? That's the overarching question. Maybe, maybe if we do a live mailbag or something. Maybe, maybe. But anyway, I got therapy. Peace out, everyone. See Love you, well. JD. Love you too, man. See you later. Peace.